Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex and the City podcast, where we talk about every episode of Sex and the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis, as always. Hi, Chris. Hello. How are you? I'm... (laughs) Round two. (laughs) Round two. We've had some tech issues. For once, it wasn't me. It's usually always me, so I was like, oh, well, I'm down bad. No, it was me, because first you went frozen... And then everybody went went frozen with the spirals. And I said, yeah. this is not good. I've been having some internet issues today. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, so let's, you know, hope that this We'll, we'll works see out. if yeah. Sam goes away and it just becomes a monologue. I'll do my best to finish it out. Like if we're Absolutely. close to the end and you go away, we're not throwing that away. No, 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 no. And I wouldn't want you to. No, it'll just become an unhinged monologue. Mm-hmm. And I'll wrap up and get the F out. And we'll sit. We'll hit release. <sighs> Which is yeah. not how podcasts are made. But in our minds, that is what happens. It's like, yeah, we record somebody and then the release button's hit and it's out in the world like the Kraken. Like the Kraken. Yeah, you know. So what's new with you? Kraken. What's going on? Um, not much. I'm rewatching the good fight the good wife, because the good fight mm-hmm. just came back, watching old Top Chef episodes despising men you know same restaurant wars always watching restaurant wars episodes Mm -hmm. extolling the virtues of gail padma and tom and i I love that padma is a billionaire i'm sorry padma why how is she a billionaire from salmon for her from her ex which one salmon i don't know the the father of her child I think, isn't the father of her child Salman Rushdie? I don't know the details. I just I didn't know. realize she had more than one ex-husband. Um, I mean, I'm I only knew sure. she. I knew she was in a long-term relationship with the, with the writer Salman Rushdie, who was recently stabbed and had a fatwa. What? Do you not know? Okay, so the... she's not a billionaire. She's got 40 million, but that's a lot. Oh, well, that could just come from her work and her modeling. She's got books, 40 baby. million? Oh, yeah. Padma's a hardworking woman. And never forget when I Zoomed with her over the pandemic and basically turned my camera off because I didn't want that for her. I just, I love her bosom. She's got a beautiful she is bosom. She's the most gorgeous, She's so stunning, gorgeous. effortless. Mm-hmm. Gail is the most charming creature on the planet. And I'm attracted mm-hmm. to Tom Clickio. And recently he did an Ask Me, like, you know those Instagram little boxes? Y- yes. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote simply, how big is it? <gasps> did he answer? Of course not. He probably well, I don't know. like... <laughs> There's that guy again from my lives who's always writing. Remember daddy. when you started comment when you comment on Carl Radke's posts? <laughs> that has happened to me so many times because I don't understand how ends do. I also think I did the, I messaged Nicole Byer a bunch by accident. Luckily, I know I'm just sitting in like that. Is that how we folder. became friends? Like you no. just accidentally messaged me, and now here we are. No, we became friends on Facebook, and that unhinged Facebook. It was intentional. That we don't talk about. <laughs> yeah, we'll never discuss that. That's oh no no no, private. that's quite dark sided. Incredibly. Um, anyway, but yeah, um, you know, I'm rewatching more than I'm watching as always. I am currently rewatching Gilmore Girls for the three hundredth time. Well, that's it's fall. Know, I'm feeling a little nip in the air. But, you know, but this time I'm not skipping episodes. Like, sometimes oh, I do. Sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to see Richards in I, Stars Hollow. Oh, I love that episode. And now I love that episode. 
Yeah, I do a once a year, I do a full rewatch, mm-hmm. but I did that earlier this year. And then I, now I'm in the period of the best in which I can just pick and choose what I like, which means mm-hmm. I mostly can just avoid Logan. I mean, I I mean, the people are calling for another Gilmore Girls episode. I feel like we we should we should take that down. And guys, we thought we were I was thinking, let's just wait till we finish out season two. Wait, what season of the show are we on? Three. We're on season three. <laughs> Thank God. I can't take us back. <laughs> but I think you're gonna get it sooner rather than later because um schedules are getting busy. So Sam and I might just need to get on the mic and just record an unhinged Gilmore Girls episode simply to give you all content. Yeah, I mean, we're we're still going to be here. We're going to be here talking about Gilmore Girls, talking about, I mean, if you guys ever want a Grey's Anatomy episode only up until season I can't for do me. that with you. You need to be <laughs> up to date. We're barreling towards season 19. Chris, I can't, I can't watch that much. Ellen Pompeo, is, Ellen Pompeo is only doing eight episodes. Addison's back. They're apparently just bringing eight new characters and are going to be main characters. Richard I, looks like he's ready to go to sleep. He's the tired. The premise of the show is that he was about to retire. Episode one, he says, I'm going to retire. 19 years later, he's still running that internship program. He never does. And he never will. Uh, He'll die I love Grace, but what a shit show garbage pile it's become. Yeah. Anyway. But maybe we'll do a special episode. Yeah. <laughs> you send never know. Idea, do you want to do... in questions. Oh, we would love a Q&A episode. Maybe we'll do a Q&A episode. Maybe that's what we'll do in between <gasps> season three and season You know four. what? People should write in their relationship troubles or no. stories. That's and a blind we can, leading the blind. And we can we can judge. That's Helen Keller leading the blind. She did. <laughs> I guess she did. So <laughs> she was much more equipped than we would be. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, I've been watching Rings of Power. I love Lord of the Rings. I mean, I I love Harry Potter. I I love it all. Huge crush on um... Orlando Bloom. No, I came to Orlando Bloom later in life, like the last Mm. two or three. You didn't get him when he was Legolas. Mm -mm. And I and thanks to my friend Bree, shout out to her. um, And she's obsessed with him, as was my friend Kirsten. I was always an Aragorn boy <laughs> as a child. And what, I, what I've now come to is a theory that I believe people, the girls and gays who were attracted to Aragorn are attracted to like masculine energy. And if mm. you were attracted to Legolas, you have very feminine, you gravitate towards feminine energy. Still attracted yeah. to men, but there's something that's going to gravitate Softer. towards kindness and softness. And then there are the Aragorns of the world like me who are just... Running a muck. Running a fucking muck. <laughs> acting yeah. up and acting out. You've been acting up and acting out in our text thread. I haven't been. I haven't really been going. Although I did go dancing recently and stayed out till like 3 a.m. I'm talking about our thread. What do you mean? Oh, you mean like sending you pictures? Yes. Yeah. Of Prince I thought Charles. you meant my personal life. I was like, I've been kind Excuse of me. recently. King Charles. Yeah. You've been sending you? me pics. Of King Charles. Respect that big-eared king. <laughs> that big-dicked, big-eared king. You know it's big. You just know. I'm He's sorry. He's the only royal who fucks. You don't Let's think Harry fucks? You don't think Harry fucks? Mm-mm. And I don't think... I don't think I should say it. William? No, the other one. Megan. I don't I think there's a lot of um energy. I don't get sexual out. energy from Megan like, at all. 
Yeah. And her podcast, you know, I struggle with. Gorgeous girl. One of the most soothing voices. I wish she hosted shortcomings, honestly. Uh, Yeah. That that voice. I don't need her take on Samantha Jones. (laughs) I was trying to think, could I do a Meghan Markle impersonation? And I think I could, but it would be too cruel. Do it. (laughs) No, I'll workshop it and give it to you off to the side. Okay. Off and if you head. deem it appropriate, maybe at a later date, You'll I'll bring it on. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, um, That's about it. But yeah, we should do like a special episode in between a season three and four. I would love. So the shorty should get their questions ready. I don't know by which platform you'd send them to us. I guess DM them. <laughs> well, no, you can do a, a question box on your Instagram. Yeah, but where do they go? What do you mean? Where do the questions go? Like, how to would we you. collect them? You would collect them and you would screenshot them. Th- that seems like too much work. I want them to just Oh, my God. Then I'll them. do it. They should just email it. us. Like, at our... Do we have Are a, you a email? Grandmother? Do we have an email address? No, the shorties, we don't have email. Just I'll put up a question box on Instagram. You'll get it to me and I'll do all the work. Okay. Because I, I just didn't know where they went. I didn't know where they went. So it's you're literally saying, like do they I'm go the... in... I can't even talk about this. Maybe I'll do one and then I'll figure out how it works and it'll make more it's sense to me. Quite literally the easiest thing on the planet. I do feel like each just if they sent us an email, it would be so much easier because then it'd be in like a little folder. We could flag them which ones we want to answer. Do you know what I mean? We'll talk about we need an later. email address. We'll talk about this later. Or they could text us. <laughs> oh my god, please don't. <laughs> Sam's number is 814. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about Sex and City today? Oh, not really. I don't know about this episode we're discussing today. You don't? I no, have a I'm lot kidding. of thoughts. Yeah, I know. I have a lot of thoughts. So let's get into it with a little episode synopsis. Carrie struggles to reveal her truth. Charlotte discovers Trey's dirty little secret. Ooh. Miranda tries on a new identity. And Samantha fucks a Scott. <laughs> yes, she does. So again, Samantha's not doing much. Not enough. Um, not I would enough. say overall, I kind of liked this episode in the mi- in the macro level, but I think I had some trouble with the kind of micro details of it all. Do you know? I, I mean? agree a thousand percent. I have so many questions logistically about this. Oh, day. we don't get into the logistics. <laughs> None of it makes sense. We talk about logistics. I'm gonna, I had a like fucking, you know, that meme of that white woman with all that like stuff over her face, the math, the numbers. Yeah. And like, she's like, Pythagorean theorem. That was (laughs) me watching this episode, like, huh? I know. It's really crazy. Um, wow. But the theme of this week is kind of like about how honesty is important in relationships. I'm not yeah. sure we billowed that out fully and certainly not to Sammy Jones. No, I was going to say, I was like, Sammy Jones, I don't know what honesty she's a part of in this no. episode. But let's hear the monologue and then get into it. Okay. I started thinking about honesty. Maybe the whole idea was overrated. Maybe coming clean is the ultimate selfish act, a way to absolve yourself by hurting someone who doesn't deserve to be hurt. I cheated on a test in the fifth grade with two friends. They confessed, got grounded, and failed the class. I never told anyone, and it never mattered. In a relationship, is honesty really the best policy? What do you think? You sound like a monster. (laughs) She's like, 
She's it like, never mattered to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Do you think honesty is the best policy in relationships? Yes. I think sometimes and sometimes not. Okay. Is omitting not being honest? Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think so. I just think, like, I get what you're saying. Like, I think sometimes it's like, you don't need to tell your partner every single little thing that happens. And by the way, when I say relationships, I mean like all relationships. All relationships. I am not like friendships with your parents. I just don't think like sharing everything is, is exactly what you always need to be doing. And I telling agree. like is speaking your truth constantly. I feel like that is like no, because that's like unhinged. Yeah, but I think I there are like, people who are shut like the fuck up oversharers and feel like the truth oh well i'm telling the truth all and i'm like well your truth and really what that is is your opinion can be kept to yourself yeah like i don't need it i just think sometimes um mum's the word yeah like it's yeah no i i do agree with you um (laughs) i'm looking at this outline there's two bullet points for sammy jones yeah let's just um Let's dive in and dive. Let's dive into this quick storyline. I'm sure we'll spend 98 minutes talking let's about it. We this always do. Shallow storyline. Yeah, let's take a Poor dip Sam. into this um puddle. Poor Sam. So she meets Caleb, Trey's cousin. What do you think mm-hmm. of Caleb McDougal? Hot. Disgusting. But he looks like he smells. I was so I was so he literally looks by like him. he smells like bo. The minute he stood up, I was like, "Sit the fuck down, go back yeah. to where you came from." I think he's you... handsome, but Ugh, but sad. also disgusting. I'll take Tommy, the Irish doorman, over this disgusting, ugly Scott. That's also guy. not saying a lot because you love Tommy, the Irish doorman. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, if we're in that region, oh, okay. I'm Tommy or bust. Got it, got it, got it. I just think this man looks like he stinks. I'm not into it. I'm just like, whatever. Like, this storyline is just lame. Let's hear a little bit of their meeting and then wrap this storyline up. Yeah. Hi there. I'm Samantha Jones. Kayla McDougall, Samantha. Pleasure. First time in New York City? Hey, and that's brilliantly. The architecture, the energy, the cruise. Samantha could barely understand him, but if his tongue could do that to his R's, she wondered what it could do to her. I'd be happy to show you around town. Okay, I have to say, so I watched this episode once when I did the outline and then once right before we started. The first time when I watched it, I had subtitles on because I was at home as I am want to have subtitles mm-hmm. on constantly. And I understood him because I was reading it. And I was like, it's not that bad. And then when I heard it today with no subtitles on, I was like, this is actually what the fuck is he talking about? No, it sounds like he's from Game of Thrones. And like, and it's like, they're speaking the that, like, like the dragon tongue. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I don't care. a mystical, I... magical girl now? What is it? Are you playing <laughs> Magic the Gathering? Hogwarts anyway, so you guys, there's, there's literally nothing going on with Sam Jones. She fucks the guy. She can't understand him. <laughs> That's he true. Now I'm like, can we just talk about Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? Yeah, like, there's nothing going um, on. So this whole storyline is basically there 
for one joke. The someone Samantha Blue. Mm-hmm. That's it. We set this whole storyline up for that bad joke. Mm-hmm. Although I did laugh. It's just a bad joke. Um, I will say it reminded me of, and I don't think I mentioned this. Remember Tom Raimi, the guy who wants to swing? Yes, yes. That whole, the whole reason his name is Tom Raimi is so Carrie can make the joke that Samantha wants to do, do Raimi, do Raimi, like um, <gasps> Sound of Music. Yeah. Like, that is a stupid joke and it doesn't even work because she doesn't say do. Raimi. No, because you have if you have to do. explain if you have to explain a joke, like it's not a joke. Yeah, it's not funny. I mean it's a good thought process, but we could have put like one more beat on there. So that's the end of Sam Jones. We're not going to spend yeah. a million minutes talking about it. We're still waiting for Richard. I'm waiting. Although, is this the season when? Oh no, it's not till season five, right? When she pretends to be Annabelle Bronstein. I thought that was like the end of season four, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, well. Because I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, what is she going to do for the rest of this season? And I know, like, she's going to be up on a roof grilling at the end of the season. Mm, I know. And, and an unfortunate storyline. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that one. Let's talk about Mandy and how I'm not missing mm. her like Candy. That's not enough of Miranda. That's what the guy (gasps) calls her at the date. He's like, so Mandy, tell me about yourself. I was like, who the fuck is Rambo? Rambo is out of control. And I would love it. (laughs) This is this is Rambo. One point. This is Rambo. Yeah. Like this is this is her origin story. So she's (laughs) trying to get a date. They we open up with Why though is my question. I think everyone deserve. I think everyone should have a buddy at a wedding. Like I have my shout out to my friend Keeks who you comes. You have to- your buddies. It's called Sam and. But Harry. they all have. But now, so this is my problem. I could see wanting a buddy. I think everyone should have a buddy. I bring my friend Keeks to. I drag her to many things as my date. Um, mm-hmm. Even when I was in a relationship, I was like, she's actually better at this. Like you stay your ass at you home. You stay home. Yeah. Um. So. It's one thing, right? Charlotte's clearly getting married. Carrie has Aiden at the time of the planning. Why not just like Samantha and you? Like, I don't get it. Um, but I do understand her desire for one. I do have to yeah. say, though, I thought it was a little weird. First of all, they don't call it speed dating. They use a different name for it, like eight minute date. I'm like, it's just speed dating. I don't know if that's trademarked yeah. and they couldn't call it that. Mm, maybe. And we meet several men in a row who don't like Miranda because mm. she's a lawyer. And I have to talk about one of them. Okay, please. Our first gentleman, Dwight Owens. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed. Thought he was well, gorgeous, fine. funny. I love when he said, Obrigada. I even liked when he called her Mandy. <laughs> and then when he heard lawyer, how disgusted he was. He was truly sick. And then Andy, he was like, nope, no thank you. And started looking up into the heavens praying for his own death i have to ask if you were on speed dating mm-hmm. what is a profession that if someone said that it was their profession like that would be like a turnoff for you i mean i think we've talked about this but any like a bartender but not okay, because like, i you were at speed dating with, i don't have a problem like- with a bartender it's just like the lifestyle I can't yeah, do, I can't, can't stay do up it. at past 2 a.m. Okay. 
Um, but no, there's I, no like, and even then I'd be like, well, is your does your bar close around ten? Because then we're good. Like in a post pandy world, like when bars are closing earlier, we might be able to make this work. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but there are no professions I'd say no, say to. no to, and I've never been someone who really understood like hot professions. Like I had a friend who was like. I love an architect. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Architects are very romantic in like a rom-com sense. Cause it's like, they're it's just a nebulous lot- job. They've thrown yeah, it in. Like, and- <laughs> yeah. It's, and a it's, bunch hot. Of dumb it's a rom-coms. hot job. Also like a firefighter is a hot job. See, I have um, no interest in anything where you're like in harm's way. Like I, I wouldn't. Find uh, that. I would just, do. It would just stress me out that we would like, I would start to care for you and I would always be worried you would come to harm and then I would have to take care of you. And I don't want to do that. So ultimately I'm thinking of myself also. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Like if you get burned on the job. You're done. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> Yeah, I worry. I worry. I don't know how good of a caretaker I would be. I would be an awful caretaker. I would. Actually, no. I know. I would be great, but I'd be resentful. I would. Yes, I was going to say I actually would be very good at it, mm-hmm. but I would hate doing it. I would hate resent it. you, and then probably slip you a little something, something, and send you on your way to the Lord's loving arms. <gasps> Oh my god. Okay, we're about to get so many bad reviews because of this conversation. <laughs> They're like, um, he said he would euthanize someone. Yeah. Like any way. Guys, is there a profession that you would t- that would turn you off though instead of turn you on? Yes. Which one? Lawyer? Um, no, not a lawyer, but like I I honestly I don't find I wouldn't want to be with like a surgeon. Um why? Because they're hours and they're always fucking. Okay, so for the same the reason, I don't want to be with a partner. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's I just, true. I guess I, like, I only say bartender from experience. I have never dated a surgeon, sadly. I haven't either. I would, maybe I'd hate um, it also. So Miranda lies about her job. And then she meets Harris Bragan, <laughs> my king, <laughs> as portrayed by Clark Gregg. I- love him. I've always had a crush on Clark Gregg. Now, something about me you're going to learn. Oh, a little bit of a Marvel boy. I think I knew this, but it shocks me every time I hear it. No, I don't like. Is the he movies. in Marvel? Huh? Is he in Marvel? Yeah, he was in the first Avengers movie, and I think outside of this episode of the show, it's the only time I've ever seen him. But I think he's like so cute, so mm-hmm. winning. He's mm-hmm. great in that first Avengers movie, and I will say. I consider myself in the Marvel Cinematic... Well, I'm not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't know what how one would talk about being a Marvel fan. Like, um, oh, I'm a... You're, you're a do they have a, a name? A Marvelo? A Marvelo. A Marvelo? A Marvelo? Talk about Harry Potter. A Marvela? Um, I'm a Marvelette. Um, a Marvelette! <laughs> and I'm a Marvelette. I don't like the movies, but I see them all for some reason. I've been infected by sickness through a certain mm. friend and I'm like the Spider-Man. You know, I don't care for him. <laughs> is he um Marvel? Then Zendaya's boyfriend. Yeah, Tom name? Holland. Tom Holland. I don't like him either. Yeah, and I don't get his He's appeal. not doing it for me. Well, yeah. Mm-mm. But you know who does do it for me is Greg Clark who plays or Clark Gregg. <laughs> Who plays yeah. Harris Bregan. Mm-hmm. I just think he's so cute. I was so happy to see him on screen when he popped up. And they go on a And date. I love Rambo as a stewardess. 
Miranda's doing a lot of acting. Now, what I will I say, remember, I think was it two episodes ago, whenever she tells Miranda about the affair, and I said yes. I didn't care for Miranda's play acting with the cigarette and the, yeah. um, I don't watch Lifetime television for women, and I thought yeah. it felt phony. In this sense, her phoniness is so intentional, and I was having a laugh. That little scarf around her neck, like the bow. like As if, like, yeah, like every stewardess also just wears that all the time. And she's just like, once you go to first class, you can never go back to coach. Well, there's always an actress <laughs> who doesn't eat her cookie. It's so fucking funny. It was really giving me a laugh. And it's all for just, like, the intention of, like, she just wants to get fucked. And I love that for her. Oh, no, she really just wants this wedding date. <laughs> right, but she also wants to get fucked. So the date goes well. They go back and have sex. And Miranda invites him for the wedding. The one thing I did wonder is, is what was Harris's opinion of her apartment? Why, how could a stewardess have that apartment? Mm, maybe family like, I thought, Yeah, like they could have like shown some reason. Because they make, or they make the nod where she hides her Harvard cup. Mm. And I thought, sweetie, we're in a million dollar apartment. I think the Harvard right. cup isn't the problem. <laughs> right, it could be like your dad's. So if they didn't hide the Harvard cup, I wouldn't have noticed that she's trying to be more discreet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed that and I was like, well, Harris King. Because she's is. also not in like Carrie's apartment. You know what no, I mean? and I actually, I was going to say, I thought a nice story beat if we were really on a sitcom would have been like Miranda asking, could she borrow Carrie's apartment? Mm-hmm. That would have been good. Yeah, I'm like, let's actually just turn this into, like, two guys, a girl, and a pizza oven, or whatever the fuck that but show this was. Is, this is when the logistics start to creep in for me. No, no, no. We're going to take over the logistics fully in the oh, beginning okay. of Charlotte. Sorry, apparently I'm in an airport. <laughs> Are we in a hangar? The airport is so far away from this house, I don't know why it's that close. <laughs> like, I'm concerned. Yeah, that was that was really loud. That was like top. I was like, I felt like I was oh, in the top fuck, gun. Am I in Top Gun? Um, so the morning before the wedding, it all mm-hmm. comes out after Miranda cuts her finger, and we got to talk about this for a second after of we course. hear it. Of course. Jesus. Ah, uh, it's okay. It happens. I mean, you haven't made breakfast till you've made it at 10,000 feet in turbulence. Man, it's really bleeding. Look at this. I saw it. I saw it. What should I do? I don't know. God, it's deep. You think I need stitches? I don't know. Will you stop putting I it in agree. my face? Well, I, I think it's really bad. Look. Stop it. Stop it. Blood makes me queasy. Stop stop. But you're a doctor. Aren't you? Not really. No. This is the best acting on the show. I what are it. you then? Assistant manager of the athlete's foot at 81st and Broadway. So you lied? I'm sorry. (laughs) I just always wanted to sleep with a stewardess. For a brief moment, Miranda considered coming clean. But then they'd both be liars and he wouldn't have slept with a stewardess and she wouldn't have been one. I think you should go, Harris. And I hope I never have you on one of my flights. (laughs) I wouldn't be on first class. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. It's so fucking good, and it just speaks to what we talked about earlier with, like, sometimes you don't need to be honest. No. And what I love about him is he's matching her kind of theatrical acting so perfectly. Well, I wouldn't be in first class, would I? No, you wouldn't. (laughs) It's so... In the cut to her once he leaves. And the assistant manager at the athlete's foot. (laughs) 
I know. It's just that's a great little scene, a little nugget. Um, on that's this my otherwise... favorite breakup scene since she was dating the religious guy in season one. And he freaked out on her and was like, oh, Miranda says I'm not going to go to hell for fucking. <laughs> Remember that guy, him? Yeah, John he Benjamin was a Hickey. Lunatic. He was I a, was a fucking man, lunatic. He was a little tight body like an oh, Italian sports And he's car. still got a tight body. all over me. Oh, okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> now, as we shift in to Charlotte, I want to bring something up. So Please. Stanford ends up coming as Miranda's date. Mm-hmm. And in and just like that, there's kind of running tension between some Charlotte, I'm sorry, uh, Charlotte and Stanford. And mm-hmm. I think this is the root of it. I think Stanford is resentful for the next 20 years that he wasn't invited to this wedding as a proper guest. That's a great point, And you're right. I'm, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I'm going with it. That feels right to me. Because when it cut to him, I was like, well, why wouldn't he just be there? And I was like, well, I guess he knows Charlotte enough, but not really enough. But then you have to think it's a big wedding with Mm -hmm. a lot of guests Mm -hmm. paid for by a ridiculously wealthy people. She could have thrown Stanny an invite. A hundred percent. Disrespectful. And this is the end of their friendship, basically, in my opinion. Yeah, it was was a quick one. But um, (laughs) let's get into Carly. Yeah, let's talk about Char Char. And what the literal fuck is going on with the logistics of her wedding? Who the hell is having their rehearsal dinner a week before the wedding? I don't fucking know. I don't get the logistics of any of it. What kind of maniac is asking her dear family to fly in a week early uh, and stay in New York City? But also, I do... I felt for her a little bit when, you know, she was like, this is the week of my wedding. It's my wedding so, week or something. And Miranda something. was like, you can shut it's the like, fuck up. like, you get a day. day. I'm like, shut Which the is fuck true. up. No, I, yeah, I but agree. Like, but, like, it's your best friend. She's wanted this her whole life. She's not asking very much of you. You literally don't I don't, don't know. I to... thought she was asking a lot. We're getting final... Also, we're getting final alterations the week of the wedding? <laughs> I just felt like... I don't think Charlotte's being that demanding. I mean, given what weddings look like now, like where you have to... Be, I had to be in herring makeup at 7 a.m. That is not how weddings are now. That's how weddings have always been. And it is well, actually insane that later on in the episode, we're to believe that the women are just getting ready on their own lonesome in their mm-hmm. separate apartments and then showing up. Now, I will say I was in a dear friend's wedding and um, that is what I thought happened. She was like, Chris, your time to arrive to the getting to the house where we're getting ready is 10 a.m. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I thought I'd just get ready at home and meet you all at the church. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. And, I, and she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, I think I pictured myself getting ready alone, calling an Uber, getting out and basically walking down the aisle. Is that not how this is going to work? Yeah, definitely not. And so and I was like. Oh, it worked here. I know. Miranda's like just eating a bagel. They're taking their time. Carrie, we'll get to that. Um, But yeah, the logistics make literally no sense to me. And their bachelorette party for her is just drinks the night before the wedding. Like no one, like, no, no, that's not how this works. She needs to go to bed early. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was just very like, I understand each decision is kind of for a storytelling reason. So we want to open at a dinner thing and introduce the Caleb mm-hmm. storyline. And Mar- so we need them all together. 
Yeah. Sure, 100%. But maybe just don't call it a rehearsal dinner. Yeah, just be like a welcome party. It's something. just like a rehearsal dinner. Like we're, and we don't, we didn't need it to be all of her family there. Also, shout out where, where the fuck was Wesley? Where's brother. <laughs> I know. I was so angry. I was like, can we get him in the background? That gorgeous guy. That gorgeous man. I would have loved to see him and Samantha rekindle something. She, yeah, she could have fucked him instead of mm-hmm. Caleb. Mm, I wish. Uh-oh. I wish. Airport's back. <laughs> airport. First, we got, the, we got the airport. Never heard this many planes. <laughs> it's always when we're recording, I swear. Like, this doesn't happen normally. I've, I've stayed in this home many times. Never heard a plane like this before. It's like, the, like they built a hangar in their backyard. <laughs> People landing? Like. The it's calm down. crazy. Um, so I hated that. I also thought it was crazy. And maybe this is what I really disliked about Charlotte. And you know, I am a Charlotte. I connect with her. I really deeply disliked her disdain for Samantha while they were getting ready. And to call her to say, see you next Tuesday, which to me doesn't even feel like Charlotte. No. Yeah, that was weird. It just felt like the writers, the writers room. They were like, oh, did, did you know? Like, I don't think I should say that word on here. See, did did you know, yeah. like, see you next Tuesday is an abbreviation? Um, yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, I've never heard that. We got to get that in the show. Because it also, like, is no girl calls their vagina that. No. You know what I mean? Like, no one's like, oh, let me cover up my. Meredith Grey as Danny Pellegrino. Yeah, exactly. It. Exactly. So I'm just like. What's going on here? But maybe yeah, that's the point. Maybe they don't want it to sound like Charlotte because Charlotte's getting is, married. She's, and a, she's, she's on. She's She's in a whole right other level. Um, mm. But I did appreciate the fight with Samantha. Um, and what I loved about it even more is how it's almost not even resolved. It's just like, it's her wedding week. Like, I, I, yeah, she pissed yeah. me off and I don't really want to do this, but I got to go to this. I got to go to drinks with her and listen mm-hmm. her talk about how she wants to put whipped cream on herself. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's revealed that she's never had sex with Trey. And they're all disgusted. <laughs> they're shook. Like, they're really confused, as I would be. If I was 34 years old and my friend said that, I'd be like, what? And to their point, I think it's good that they bring this up. It would, to me, be okay if Charlotte was a virgin. A hundred percent. It would be a totally different, but it's like, girl, you've been You're around the block creature. a few times. Your back's been blown out. Get it done again. As Miranda has put it, you've had a lot of bone in you. Yeah, I'm like, you know, you fucking bitch, you fucking award, lest we Yeah, exactly. So I I just... So then she's hammered. And I will say, I love Kristen Davis's drunk acting. When she opens Mm -hmm. the door, when Trey opens the door, she does like a slight stumble while still standing there. That's perfect. And she wants to fuck. And they, we find out Trey is fully impotent when it comes to vaginal sex. Yes. And they have a, but what they have, like, I think what could be considered a sweet conversation or quite devastating. So let's hear that and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Well, that was unfortunate. Has this, has this ever happened to you before? Every now and then. Oh. I just didn't think it would happen with you. Oh. I mean, it's no big deal. Sometimes uh, intercourse just doesn't do it for me. Oh. Intercourse. You know, I can get the sales up. Just 
Can't bring it into the harbor. Bring it into the harbor. What a goober. <laughs> is there anything goober. I can do? Yes, there is. Why marry me? You can marry me. I'm already doing that. I love you, Charlotte. And sex is such a small part of it. Yes. I don't know. The thing about marrying they're with I know. It's like they're both so beautiful. I know. It's it's a sad conversation. It's also a really like they're being very nice to each other and like they're just it's so and they do have really good chemistry they do and that's what's devastating like she wants to fuck her husband really and i think i've mentioned this earlier on in the podcast but i love this storyline that we're about to embark on Mm -hmm. because i think it is such a great idea to have charlotte's sexual awakening and her more and her con- her journey to being more connected to her sensual and sexual self being through the lens of like it had to be taken away from her mm-hmm. for her to like realize oh i yearn for that and i really want it because the charlotte of season 1 it almost if you had said to her you know you have a perfect doctor husband who's really great but you'll never have sex she might have said well sex isn't that important to me mhm and now yeah. she's going to learn, like, oh, no, I need to be banged well, out. Yeah. Well, like especially when you walk Camilla. in on him. It's about to go down. Until, well, going. not really, until she gets... Although, no, they get to, they get it together next season. And he Who's fucks Charlotte on and... Mallard. Yeah, on Trey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a lot of work. Yeah, but I, I, I think that is a really interesting and fun... I agree. ...storyline, and I'm really looking forward to all the... um. Because I like that he's like this perfect guy. Like, I mean, the he's so gorgeous. Doctor. He's such he's a rich. Like, he's gorgeous. He's got beautiful he's such abs. A, like, just such a like like a goober, goober. though. He's such a like he dummy. <laughs> like, he is a dummy. I can't get it into the harbor. <laughs> he is, I know. And then when he names it Schooner, and then someone did message us because they do give their. It's like something in Rebecca, like Schooner Austin and Rebecca. Re- Who he calls it Schooner. No, it has like a normal name. No, it doesn't. No, they texted. They said you were wrong, and then I looked it up, wrong. and now I've forgotten both. But then they're at the church, and Carrie is late for very rude reasons. I can't fucking wait to talk about <laughs> Carrie because I am lit. I hate her in this episode. Hate. Um, and then, well, we're not there yet, so cool the fuck down. Ugh. So Carrie rolls up. She says that Charlotte looks beautiful, yeah. and they she tells her she tells her about Trey's impotency. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, I I actually think Carrie's a fairly good friend here in terms of like listening. There is something to me <laughs> a little <laughs> ironic in the grand scheme of Sex and the City, that Carrie yes. Bradshaw said to her friend, we should leave this man at the altar. I, I, and I think there's some karmic retribution for that suggestion. Har- because... Chris, karma has its kiss for her, and it's coming. It's coming. Because that's, you know, I, and look, I don't want to tell anyone what to do. I, mm-hmm. Except oh, if that was my friend, I would be like, okay, we have to get married because you've gathered everyone here. 
Yeah. But we will be getting a divorce quite post haste. In fact, we might be able to get it an annulled. But mm-hmm. you're get your ass, you're getting your ass down that aisle. Mm-hmm. We're having dinner. Mm-hmm. Pictures will be taken. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know we're here, baby. Like <laughs> I'd yeah. say within three weeks of your wedding, I'm like, you can't call this off. You must go through with it. hundred percent. Sure like you know, the divorce will be painful to the family, but of course. Okay. Carrie, let's fucking talk about it. So they're at the rehearsal dinner. She's feeling guilty. And after drinks, she goes over. She's tipsy, but trying to be sexy. I think Sarah Jessica Parker does Mm. a great job in this scene of like, the way you try to be sexy when you're drunk, even though the other person isn't really reciprocating that sexiness. Like Aiden Mm -hmm. is kind of just like, Still buffing like, the wood. I'm working. And she's like making innuendos and trying to slide across things. And it's not until she truly opens her legs and is like, just come here. Yeah. Finally, it's like, okay. But I, so I love that. And I have to say, as much as I hate this man and think he's disgusting, uh huh. I like this idea of. His design principle for his um, furniture. He's a great designer. The, however, I have to say, I don't think Charlotte would want that chair in her home. Absolutely not. Like, and until she buys a, a Hamptons beach house, like she does not want that. Chair. That chair is collecting dust and storage. That that love that love seat is the fuck out of there. If she yeah. ever got it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I did ask myself that at the I end bet of the episode. He's I was a like, good guy. I'm, I bet he shipped it directly to Charlotte. He probably did. With like some passive aggressive weird note. Like, I'm sorry, I couldn't actually be there. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't, don't hate me type of vibe. Oh, he's such an asshole. I fucking hate Aiden. I was so glad to see him brokenhearted by the end of this episode. That <laughs> dumb fuck. You don't think Carrie was a fucking awful No, I was on Carrie's side for this entire episode, except for when she told him. The only reason I was like, tell him is so that the, he can go away for a bit. Mm, wow okay so they talk about the beauty and the flaws which Mm -hmm. i i I, again as a design principle for creating furniture i think is great it's beautiful it's giving restoration hardware yeah but (laughs) 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 but later that night aiden finds her smoking and and there's tension Yes. There's tension and, here. And what I will say, and I know I've been tough on, oh, oh boy, what's his real name? David? John Corbett. John Corbett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been a little tough on his, um, you know, his face and his body and the jewelry. Um, but I will say, I think his acting in this episode physically is really great. He's always trying to get at her. Mm-hmm. And she's pulling away. And I actually think and... this time around watching the ending of this kind of arc, the the big and Carrie Aiden thing, he knows something is wrong. Yes. And is trying and is begging her to tell him. And instead of begging and asking, the only thing, his tactic is I'm going to love you until you force me, until mm-hmm. you are forced to tell me the truth. And um, that's very common. Like when, I, like if you feel like something is wrong with your relationship, or you can feel your partner pulling away, sometimes just naturally you want to like get closer to them, and like you end up, it just ends up obviously friction. Breaking. Yeah, and I really like I've seen these episodes so many times, but it was really this time that I watched that I really could see him, like you said, like like really pondering like thinking like okay something is wrong like she's smoking a cigarette outside like something's happening she's being distant and weird 
And I think yeah. even his response to her mm-hmm. saying, "You're not just a you're not just a smoker anymore." Like he's, "I love you, Kara." He's really mm-hmm. trying to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the Mister Big this time around. Just yeah, just doing like, it nope. and doing it and doing it well, being Mister Big. <laughs> So yeah. he comes to pick her up and she finally tells him. What did you think of this scene where she tells him? I was furious. Not because she told him. I think the timing was bad, but I get like we're in a show. Like she's got to tell him at some point. And at the most but This idea that point. that she's like, can I be like the wood? See, that to me is, up. You're that a human like, being hurting someone else. Like you're not a piece of wood. Dumbass. Yeah. But I, I was like, you're the- a fuck. I hate it. I hated her for this. Like, Dude. I thought it was so fucking selfish to do at the day of Charlotte's wedding. Uh, you're running late. Um, the and then you place. expect the him to stay with you? That's the only problem I have. She doesn't even want him. So oh, I'm no, like, no, not that. Go. I, I, but I think, but I think you have to, I think at this point, she does want so him. So stupid. She's a um, fucking idiot, and she doesn't deserve him. She, nobody deserves Aiden as a punishment. I, I just felt so bad for him. He was I like, didn't Can at all. I get the fuck out of here. Like you're breaking my heart into a million pieces, and and then I was shocked that he but showed then be up. Be a to man the and fucking leave, you dumb fuck. He did leave. After bumbling around like, oh, it wasn't more than once. <laughs> I would want the answers too. I'd be like, wait, oh, what? That I'd be like, stupid long that face guy? and that strangly hair. Get a fucking haircut. We're going to a wedding. <laughs> Showing up in that brown shit suit. <sighs> we lost strong. He had a he, he had a fucking pinky ring. I spied a pinky ring on him. <laughs> Not a pinky ring. <laughs> You know, he doesn't he make great fashion bananas. choices. But I felt bad for him. Like, Carrie's being a fucking idiot. And she's like, can't we be like the wood, Aiden? He's like looking at her like, you broke my fucking heart. That is Carrie, Are you though. Okay? I love the points in which they bring writerly Carrie into like real world Carrie. It's the same Carrie who's going to stand in front of Petrotsky and say that stupid monologue about how I am a person who needs love. All consuming. She is going to give you dramatics writing unnecessary words that's the that is why we love this crazy bitch she was giving uh, full crazy carrie full crazy carrie and she looks phenomenal i i thought all i thought she looked amazing i loved charlotte's choice for the charlotte's choice i love pat field's choices for the bridesmaids dresses thought all the girls looked great i loved um how carrie brought in a little bit of the um what do you call that like it's not flannel like what a um kilt is made of like um it has tartan Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the she wrapped a bit in her the belt around her dress. I, I thought she looked great and she looked too good to be with that guy. I mean, who the fuck that would show up in that suit? I now look, I should say this was in two thousand. Maybe a lot of brown suits were in then. But if I saw a man dressed like that, I would call the cops. <laughs> okay. And then this weak, passive aggressive motherfucker. Sidles up the gates. 
They're trying to throw confetti and have a good time. Mm -hmm. And that last thing you want to see is that asshole darkening your doorstep. (laughs) I understood why he was there, but I also don't. I I mean, she did say, will you meet me later? But if you have dignity, you just like move on. Chris, not everyone is you. Like have some have some self respect. Aiden doesn't have that. Obviously. You're the main character, Aiden, in your story. You don't have to do what she wants you to do. Wow, that's actually really powerful that you just. But said like that. a stupid I could take con. That in. He's like, dum, 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 dum. I'm gonna walk down the street and go see <laughs> Carrie. Yeah, and then you know Carrie's just doing the most at a restaurant's wedding. I would be so pissed at my friend I'd, if my maid of honor did that. I would literally kill her. But then she well. goes over and let's hear their breakup and my release into happiness for a bit. <laughs> Walked around this block for about an hour. Couldn't bring myself to go in. I'm so sorry, Amy. I don't Never meant to hurt you. I know. But I did. Yeah. Couldn't it be like the wood? And that's my flaw. And... and... <laughs> And you're the other one in that mess. It makes us stronger. It's not that simple, Carrie. It's not. It's not that it simple. It's hotter than you. I just wish I didn't know about this. Walk around and make noises while Do you? I just wanted to be honest with you. And people make mistakes. I... Goodbye. No, it's not bye. I just know myself. See you later. This is the kind of thing I can get over. You can. We learned that. Yeah, he does. So no, he doesn't. He doesn't know himself well. I just need to be on my own for a while. Fuck me, man. No, that's after the next break. Yeah, that's after this. The music is. Okay. I really love Scottish goodbye song. What a devastating last thing to say. I really loved you. He did. Like he doesn't Fucking say goodbye. Like I don't know why when you were saying goodbye, I was like, no, 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 that's not what he doesn't give a he doesn't give a a Chris Lewis. He doesn't like, give a goodbye. I had broken up with people and just been like, and truly the last thing I said was deuces. Or like that emoji that's just you like said see ya. Deuces. Yeah, just like I gotta go. Like You are truly a menace to society. Like, like the things I have said to people when I like end relationships, like I am Carrie. <laughs> I, maybe that's why I have such a problem with her. Because oh, I yeah, you hate yourself. My... You hate her what you see. Because you know, <laughs> yeah, I say the most crazy dramatic shit. But I will say, then... I know it bothers you. But I actually think this is one of the more beautiful endings of Sex and the City, the idea that she tries her best to rally. and But what I also love is that she is clearly crying. And Charlotte's like, and we will not be engaging with that today. No, Charlotte's like, but I No, I love she wipes her eyes and she really does try mm-hmm. to be there. Um, which is really what the show is all about. And we can give a nice, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore, goodbye to Aiden for a bit. See you later. This See was a- You fucking bitch! You fucking whore! I'm in prison. Bye! I'm in prison. <laughs>
And they gather and take the wedding photos. They gather. Um, regarding the men, who uh, are you feeling? We had Aiden, Caleb, Trey, Dwight Owens, Andy, mm-hmm. the unidentified gentleman, and Harris. I mean, I'm going with Harris. Yeah, I knew you would. And one thing I wanted to say, I do have one note here. Have 30-year-olds really changed? Why are men showing up in button-down, like, basically a suit? If I went on a date, then, like, there's just something the... If I think they are now actually, like, Miranda in this episode is 34. Uh-huh. I do not go on dates to at white tablecloth restaurants. No, 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 no. In, like, formal wear. Uh-uh. Like, there's just something about, like, the adulthood Mm-hmm. of the 90 like 34 was like you're an adult and now like, we've fuck. progressed to basically like thir- you're an adult when you're like 50 maybe yeah like i i don't think well, i'll feel like a whole an adult ass children like now and own a home and you seem less adult than these people yeah it's crazy and fashion wise i thought ever- i thought charlotte's wedding dress was really beautiful and i like oh. i love the bridesmaids Absolutely um, dresses and I can't really remember anything else to that prominent that stuck out to me fashion-wise. Can you? I mean, as reviews have, have let me know that my fashion takes are bleak. Because um, I don't know anything about it. I just know what I like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, same. It's not like I'm yeah. pulling out designers. I gotta tell you, I really like the kilts. Yeah, that I was thought a they were nice a nice touch. touch. We're going like to name a character McDougal. Let's see that all the Let's way through. It. Exactly. So I really like that. Obviously, I love the bridesmaids dresses. Very simple, very clean, timeless, honestly. Because um, they hold up in 2022, in my opinion. And uh, Aiden's pinky ring is disgusting. Absolutely. What would you give Absolutely. this one out of 10? I would give it an 8 out of 10. I would give it a 9 out of 10. Oh. I really like this on a macro level. Mm. I think okay. that... Almost everything with the exception of the Samantha stuff works, but I think Samantha's funny enough in group scenes to it, get fine. us through. I really liked her when she when um they're drinking and Charlotte says, I'm so horny, and then Samantha imitates her and kind of shakes her head and does the ooh, horny. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like you dummy. Like, can you, yeah. can you say something of Samaritan at this table? Yeah. Give me something to turn me on. So no, I really like this one, and we are fully out of the cheating arc and we're going to LA next week going to LA baby or if you're us you're going to LA right now because we're recording yeah. <laughs> right now okay right. so thank you so much for listening we hope you'll join us again next week for our recap of season 3 episode 13 escape from New York make sure you subscribe rate and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us online I'm at Lewis 1219 on Instagram Sam where are you I am at Bravo Historian on Instagram, and I'm also at Betches Brides on Instagram. Please give me a follow there. Um, just started that job a few weeks ago, and follow me on t- Twitter at Take Yours Aloft. All right, see you next week. Bye. Or in one minute. Bye. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.